You're listening to Anti-Didact, the podcast about how-to where we ask how come. My name is Ian and I'm one talkster. Who else is talking? It's me, Hank. I am also here and with my words in the mouth. And it's the Fred and I am angry all the time. And so we're ti- it's time for Anger Incorporated. <laughs> yes, Fred's famous segment, Anger Incorporated. And today I am uh, I have a I have a, a pickle to to suck on with uh, time <laughs> with and, and, and the passage of of youth. Did you get your proverbial hand stuck in the proverbial pickle jar of youth? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Ponce de Leon was looking for. <laughs> no, I was smacked in the face with the proverbial pickle of youth. Can we stop <laughs> using proverbs? <laughs> no, my uh, so. Uh, people who know me from back in the day, I was a prodigy ping pong player. I heard that you were pretty good. I don't think I, I ever played you. Yeah, we never played each other. Yeah, um, that's because I was afraid. Yeah, it's <laughs> goddamn right. I used to play with uh, the Zub man. Yeah, I heard you and Zub had a very like cohesive team structure. We did. It was nice. I don't think we ever did doubles, which was a shame. But uh, we we played a lot, and I- so. Hmm? Oh, I was going to say, I thought if we ever played that you would see how bad I was, and then you wouldn't want to be friends with <laughs> me would, anymore. I would never, ever play ping pong with you ever again, or you'd, talk to you. You'd be like, this is terrible. Yeah, this, this isn't working out. Yeah, dude, if I played you, I would need, like, you would, I would need, like, a, like, you need a handicap, so, like, it could be a little more even, so, like, I could get a regular tennis racket that's a little bit bigger. Like, you could use, like, two paddles, one in each hand. Oh, I don't know if that would work. No, I need like four. I'd have to have like one in each like crease of my finger. You, you get to use your third arm. You get to dress up as a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was fantastic at ping pong. And uh, up until recently, I thought I still was. And then I played my cousin, who is three years younger than me. Uh, so I guess he's not really a kid anymore. He's That's an eternity in dog years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... He uh, has risen above. He has the the youth has overcome the senior citizen. Over Dude, here. imagine if you like lost at ping pong to like a literal baby. <laughs> Did he have a burning serve? Is that what you kept losing points to? No, I just couldn't hit the fucking table. <laughs> it was it was honestly what it was is that I wasn't neither of us were really warmed up. Um, but yeah, like, that's probably I, what it was. But like, I really need to get warmed up. When you I get the, the cold open, and he needed to leave, so we were kind of just like quickly playing a game. Yeah. So excuses, 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 excuses. Um, he, my cousin, beat me in ping pong. And Dude, I'm he's never, mad. he's I'm never pissed. gonna let you live that down. I wouldn't. You're gonna be like five hundred years old, and your cousin's kind of gonna come up to <laughs> you and be like, "Hey, do you remember the time I beat you at ping pong?" <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Uh, my no, my the ultimate uh, excuse here though is that. He the only reason we were kind of playing is because his work is sponsoring a ping pong tournament mm-hmm. that he wants to go like join in. And I was like, oh, like let's let's play a little bit, just like you know get get you warmed up a little bit. So I I, I lost on purpose so he could get a big ego and win the tournament. Maybe he was cheating and used like a buttered up paddle or something. <laughs> it sounds like you did him a huge disservice. Actually, you like you gave him a gimme. Now he's gonna think he's really fucking good. He's gonna be too high in his. In his britches? I, I, in his chair? In his birch His high trees. chair because he's a baby, tiny baby at ping pong? Yeah. <laughs> Little baby boy. Get his ass. <laughs> baby pong. Yeah. Uh, fuck time. Fuck uh, youth. Fuck muscle de- deformation. 
your muscles are deformed. Well, no, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> Dude, wait, what if what if you could deform your muscles like in a way to become better at ping pong, like pitchers will do when they break their shoulders on purpose? I think I've done that with my ankles. Oh, so wait, you can play ping pong with your ankles? <laughs> with my toes. No, I just I've broken my ankles so many times. There's some kid somewhere who's way better at ping pong than you, and he can do a Rubik's cube. Oh, fucking. Yeah. You don't have to point it out. <laughs> And he's going to beat you in cup stacking, and he's going to beat you in every other sport that's not a real sport. He also beat you in rock, paper, scissors seven times in a row. In a row. Oh, wait. What was what were the name of that cup stacking game? I had that. Dude, it was called Stack Cup. I think, was it literally called No, it was called cup? Cuphead. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was called, was it Speed Stacks? Was it Stackers with a Z? I think it was speed stacks. Speed stacks? See, what they should do is they should have a speed cup, but each cup is full of beer, and you have to drink the beer <laughs> Call before beer you attack the cup. Uh, Hank and I were talking earlier about rock, paper, scissors, and like yeah. people who are good at it and people who are bad at it, because I'm bad at it and he's good <laughs> at it. And I was thinking, if you just had people play rock, paper, scissors like in an Excel spreadsheet where neither of them could see each other, if the better player would still win just based on the pattern they conjure no, from their head? No. How do you know? Because half of rock, paper, scissors is mental. But If, if you, you get but, in the other person's head. But what if you have like a different brain structure? Like your brain puts words in different orders and you can't say idioms because you swap the words around all the time. Like what if you have that kind of brain? And oh, it's like you're dyslexic but with paper and scissors. Yeah, like because a lot of people will throw rock <laughs> first, you know? Like, and if you're an anime fan, you always throw scissors first. Like, if you're going through a spreadsheet, are you going to, like, in a uniform fashion, like, is it going to be a third rock, a third paper, and a third scissors? Or is it going to be, like, kind of all over the place? There's actually an anime that did something similar to this, where it was this guy, and he had to play rock, paper, scissors, or else he died. And every time you fucked up, you would lose a finger. So, like, at a certain point, like, you couldn't do paper anymore. You then you lose three fingers, you can't, you can't do scissors anymore. And then you would only be able to do rock because you wouldn't have any fingers left. What do you think, Fred? I think that if you can't see the person's hand, it changes the game. There's no point in playing. Look, all I'm saying is that if you're <laughs> playing rock, paper, scissors with somebody who's missing a couple fingers, you're almost guaranteed to win because he's one third less options. He can't do paper anymore. He's missing the fingers. If you throw his paper, it'll be a scissors. <laughs> I just That's think it, cheating, though. I just want to know where the skill comes from. Does it come from like having a super fast reaction time, where yes. you're like looking at the at the tightness of their muscles in their hand to determine which what they're gonna throw, or if it's like your brain is just picking the correct pattern of, of ones and zeros? It, it also comes with familiarity of the person. Yes, like if you know their patterns and what they tend to do when they lose versus on what what they do when they win. You know? Yeah, that's I never thought about that. You do it's like poker in a way. Like you, you might have not, a good you, poker face. You might not be able to anticipate the first game, which yeah. I think is why doing one and done. The, Fuck one and done. I no, hate that one shit. and done is the way it has to be. I hate it. I hate it so much. Because then you don't have the reaction. You don't have those like the forking path. It's like it's all about the three options. Yeah, once you get into the bifurcations, shit gets really complicated with but, the permutations. Then all my research goes down the drain. I, I, I watched the films beforehand. You watched like the uh, the Russian competition. Yeah. yeah, dude, I saw all three films: Rock, Paper, and Scissors. <laughs> I like Rock too. For, for me, Scissors Three was my favorite. <laughs> Is that the one where he goes to Russia? Yeah, no, no, because like in, in the in the paperverse, in the multiverse, <laughs> into the paperverse. <laughs> 
It's like paper, but it's on its side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you do the scissors, but upside down. Yeah, I was talking to Hank about that too. Delivering different, like delivering rock, but like over your head, or like, or like you know, between both cheeks. Yeah, or like between your legs doing scissors, or like, you know, just getting funky or with if it. If you laid scissors like kind of like this or something, <clears throat> like on its side. What if yeah, upside you, down you side. deliver scissors in the way that you would deliver paper? Or like, you deliver like in rock, a big stack? rock in the way that you would deliver scissors. Oh, what if you package oh. them up and deliver them the way that like UPS would deliver them? <laughs> no, but like, if you... The if, rock is in like kind of a square package, so you, you hold that out, and then they open it up, and then you, you do rock. No, you could have it be like, you actually have to play with the real objects. So if somebody uses paper, you need to take your scissors and cut up the paper... So it's like kind of more pay to win. Like you have to buy a piece of paper. You have to buy a scissors. Ooh. You have what? to find a rock. Add what? the financial aspect to the Rock, game. paper, scissors with an inventory. You can get skins, like skins for your paper. Yeah, but like you actually have like a certain number of rocks you can throw. <laughs> and like after that, you're not allowed to throw a rock anymore. You have an ammo count. Yeah. Yeah. But the other person has to be like counting your bullets, basically. Yeah, they have to have enough paper to catch all of your rocks. Do both people start with the same amount of ammo? Yeah, you get like 10, 10, and 10 or okay. something. Okay, you know, that, that's fair, that's fair, yeah. That might be interesting, because then it becomes a strategy game of like, which ones do I throw first? Like, he might try to burn through all your scissors. He might just keep throwing paper. Mm. Yeah, so you, you, there's 30 games. Yeah. You get 10 of each resource. Yeah. Paper, paper rock. Uh, make it, maybe make it an odd number, like maybe you get 9 each. That okay, so, so 27 games. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking. That way you can't go half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Someone hmm. steal it. I think that's what the anime hmm. was about. <laughs> I mean, I did see uh, another anime where it was like, it was rock, paper, scissors, and I cha- you challenge me? Sure, I'll, I'll just play rock, paper, scissors with you, and I'm only going to use scissors. It would be funnier if you guys talked about an anime <laughs> you haven't seen. <laughs> I, I didn't see this anime, and in, in it, I don't know what happened because I didn't see it. Because I don't think there is one that you haven't seen. <laughs> I haven't seen... And I pride myself on that fact. Is that the one with the so much? Is that the one with the? Or is that all of them? <laughs> that's that's awful. Yeah, that's, it's worse. <laughs> Ugh, oh fuck! We can add a bleep there. It'll be. He's funny. talking about everybody. You know, it's a type of Mexican. It's made of pears or something. I mean, like being proud of not watching something. That's me. <laughs> when someone's like, "Oh, have you seen Stranger Things?" I just kind of like, "What's that?" <laughs> I yeah, heard things are, sure are strange nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I met a new person and I just absolutely lo- enjoyed telling him I didn't know whatever popular thing was. He's like, he's like, oh, have you seen this? And I'm like, no, I don't know what that is. You know, Please describe it to me. It's so fun. You make someone explain Rick and Morty to you. No, you did not do that. To no, me. But, no, but that would be funny. Uh, so rock, paper, scissors is kind of like a puzzle. And there's actually a type of bird that's really good at puzzles. Good segue, good segue, good segue. <laughs> Hank, could you please introduce the guide? Today, we have how to befriend crows and turn them against your enemies. Oh, shit. Uh, I want, so, uh, this one, we're kind of branching out. We're going to a, a new area, a new area of expertise. And Fred, I would like you to read the first paragraph. Oh, is this an unwikiHow guide? <gasps> yeah, so we have a new friend here with us today who's going to be talking in first person throughout this entire guide. Oh, so we have an author that we need to speak about. Yes. His name is <laughs> his name is Step John Step Hen Johnson. Step on hand, I mean step on my Johnson. Okay, that's not. So this man that we're going to be speaking about in first person is Stephen Johnson. Yes. A few months ago, I endeavored to imprint myself 
onto a bunch of ducks. So they think I was their mother. It wasn't great. <laughs> hmm. It seems like just like the thing you would do. What wasn't great about it? Well, all the ducks did was crap all over my house and my god, the constant quacking. So I'm moving on to crows. Doubt. I'm casting doubt on this already. <laughs> yeah, maybe this guy just... How would he not like quacking? Why would you buy ducks? Why would you Why would you raise... Why would you become a father to six baby ducklings looking for a father figure and not like quacking? Well, so like in cartoons and all media portrayed ducks, they only quack a few times. <laughs> real, real ducks quack every half a second. Every frame there's a duck quack. <laughs> Until they pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Hank's quack on every frame. Yeah. That would just be such a cacophony. <laughs> be no downtime. Uh, so I'm moving on to crows. Instead of a gaggle of stupid ducklings following me around, I'm going to have a ton of crows. Excuse me, a murder of crows. Oh. <laughs> no, you're not excused. Don't excuse yourself. You have to take responsibility for what you've done. Holds up mustache finger. Le mustache. Ooh. Oh, excuse me, that was my evil twin who said that. Come to the dark side, we have cookies t-shirt. <laughs> uh, a murder of crows following me around like a black cloud of menace. I don't like this guy. <laughs> and I will use my personal crow army to destroy my enemies. He sounds completely unappreciative <laughs> and very uh, selfish. Uh, look, like, you know, using crows as uh, to serve your own purposes, not to just have a fun little crow army to do fun things with. If we didn't say it already, this is a life hacker guide. Oh. So these are all life hacks. If you wanted to hack into your your friendly neighborhood crow, this is this is the guide. <laughs> yeah, he already fucked up hacking the ducks, so now he's trying to hack quack. He's hooking up electrodes to the ducks. <laughs> he's trying to figure out how to rewire those brains. Just measure their brain waves. He pushes up his big broken glasses. <laughs> yeah, if there was like a tier list of like probably the hardest to hack animals, I'd probably say like ducks are very medium to hack, with geese being very hard to hack. No, I mean, geese are easy as fuck. Ducks are like physically encrypted. No, like don't they are... have like twisted penises yes. and like strange yes. birth canals? <laughs> yes, like they're encrypted. <laughs> Isn't that the same with like all birds though? Don't they just all have like the pigtail dicks or something? I don't know. I've only heard about ducks having them. That's I've only such seen a, weird... a duck's dick before. I've I've only seen duck dicks. <laughs> yeah, you know, to tell you the truth, I've never seen two birds fuck. Me neither. Actually, they must be wow. really secret about it. Maybe they do it while they fly. I've, oh, hold on. I've seen swans doing like a mating thing. I don't know if they But they're really... doing their dance. Yeah, they're, they're doing... They're giving a smooch. Little... Smooch into beat. Maybe they only fuck for like dance. one second. <laughs> Maybe it's that's like, why you can't see it. It's, it's like firing a gun. It's like a grappling hook dick where you just shoot it and it either hits or it doesn't. Oh, well, I think with horses, you you have to notice. You have to take notice <laughs> that one of the horses is like twice as tall now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, twice as... You got big horses... Well, no, they, like, hop up on the back of the other horse. Oh, So it's like, yeah. you look outside, and it's like, your horses aren't the right height anymore. It's like, that would really strike Why me. Why is one of my horses riding another horse? Only I can ride horses. My horses have combined. What's happening? <laughs> they formed a mega horse. <laughs> Next step, why crows? Unlike ducks, crows are intelligent, self-sufficient animals that don't have to be outfitted with diapers. <laughs> they problem-solve, communicate with one another... They're smart, maybe as smart as a seven-year-old human child. They even seem to have rituals and something like a culture. Like a cult? You heard me say culture. 
But what if crows had a cult? That'd be so cool. Crow cult? Croaked. <laughs> they even seem to have rituals and something like a culture. But most importantly of all, crows can recognize human faces. They will come to recognize my face as that of their master. This guy is a fucking psychotic. They're going to recognize his face as that of a weakling because he does not project strength. <laughs> Behold my visage, ravens, rooks, and blackbirds. Heed my mighty cough, for I am Stephen Johnson, master of crows. Ugh. That's really yucky. He has a really yucky writing style where he's like... He's entitled. He feels like he's entitled to these crows' time. I don't know what it is. Like, what? what is it specifically about this, this writing style? Um, the fact that his name is Johnson is kind of tipping it off for us. He, uh, This guy has big dick syndrome. Big, no, he's just compensating because his last name is Johnson. I think it's just he he's, like, cringy in a kind of, like, Solaire kind of way. Like yeah. a praise the sun kind of guy. Yeah. No, it's like it's like kind of like um, like if you were like a like I feel like he's thirty seven years old and he really likes DC movies because he not like not quite Marvel like maybe he's a little bit a little bit hipster like that you know he likes the DC. He he he's one of the people who is wondering why they didn't bring the invisible jet into I think the Wonder Woman movie. I'm gonna take a guess that his favorite movie is Batman versus Superman. I think so. It seems like the type of guy. Um, so I thought this guide came out in like 2012 because it has kind of like 2012 language. This came out three weeks ago. <laughs> so that's what it is. Yeah. This guy is stuck in 2012. He's a 2012-year-old. <laughs> is it legal to keep crows as pets? It's illegal in most places to keep crows as pets, but I'm planning to let you know that birds in my crow army live their own little lives because I'm too lazy to take care of them. This guy does not deserve crow. He does not deserve these crows. No. If you're too lazy to take care of them and you're trying to be their master, like, like what the fuck? Dude, these crows don't owe you shit. Shut up. They're going to gang up on you, too. If they're as smart as seven-year-olds, like, seven-year-olds, when they don't get their ice cream or their candy... Oh my god. Yeah, dude, these crows are not going to be bringing him the good treasure. Like the, the murder will murder you. Yeah. But if you're planning on having actual pet crows, you might find it, you might have to hide it from the authorities who often frown on the special love between a person and their crows. There's nothing like a police officer frowning at you to ruin your night. He's like, I don't approve <laughs> of this love between humans and crows. He's like, got two big thumbs down. He's holding the flashlight in his like Sure. <laughs> so it's lighting up his face all spooky wise. Big frowns all around. Dude, I can just imagine this guy like having like these crows and like being like, oh yeah, they brought me a bottle cap today. And then like one day he accidentally sits on a crow and they all turn on him and peck him apart bit by bit. Maybe they'll just bring him an IED instead. <laughs> they just bring him a grenade and pull the pin. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pin is the shiny part. Right. Oh, wait, you could totally train birds to drop grenades on people. <laughs> I'm sure there was a classified U.S. program during World War II to drop bombs from pigeons. There was I a mean, really all, cool... All um, birds are drones, so I mean... Yeah, now we don't even need to do anything with birds. Yeah. We're well beyond that. <laughs> We're so, into butterflies now. Oh, I saw a Marnock butterfly yesterday for the first time this season. Was it weaponized? Summer. Uh, it almost flew into my face. Did it fly into your mouth? And did you eat it and go like... <laughs> <laughs> <Yum>. <laughs> No, it was just recording me for later. See, I would train a butterfly to pick up like a little bullet or something and fly up really high and then it would <laughs> drop it right on your head and you would explode. Just fly into the stratosphere. It's like, oh, I got fucking shot by a butterfly and dropped a little <laughs> tiny rock on me. Ah! 
I would just cover it in ricin. Ricin. What's that? Ricin gas. I think it's the chemical that Walter White uses to kill that bitch. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's it's how he um. That would also point poison the butterfly though. No. Sorry, the butterfly's gonna die in a day anyways. No, they live for like twenty years. Bullshit. Maybe I just lied <laughs> to you. I'm sorry. All right, how to attract crows? The first step toward crow mastery is to gather your crows. These birds want a safe, quiet place to do crow stuff, and that could be your yard, especially if you live in a city or suburb. You're going to have to buy a lot of roadkill to keep those. Oh, yeah, I do. I love filling my yard full of nice, fresh, rotting mice. I mean, yeah, just contact your local DPW. Wait, do birds eat meat? Crows eat, like, carrion. Yeah. Ew. Like your, all your carry-on luggage? Dude, they gotta pay extra for that. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it doesn't fit in the overhead bin. <laughs> Honestly, though, I, I could totally see myself having like a little cacophony of crows, and I would tra- I would train them to speak, and I would have one be like, waka waka, and I would have another one be like, say never more, say never more. <laughs> you could probably do the Muppets with just crows. And how you go like, bloop, bloop, bloop. But I think crows literally only make one noise no crows crows are just as good good as talking as people (laughs) i I have my skepticism goggles on (laughs) looking at hank right now i mean if they can make this noise from pac-man that's pretty good waka 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 that's the noise from fozzy bear (laughs) (laughs) say never more you're mixing up your sound effects what's your social security number (laughs) that's a real treasure my social security number? Yeah. If the crow can come back and recite all the social security <laughs> numbers it learned that day, so you can sell them for pennies on the dollar on some database. <laughs> or just steal someone's identity yourself. You could totally train a crow to steal somebody's wallet if it like landed on their butt and then poked at their back pocket. <laughs> if it landed on their big dump truck ass. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got to get out of there fast enough before the next ass clap comes in. <laughs> What if he catches Nathan buying a hot dog in Central Park? <laughs> he'll steal the hot dog and he'll steal Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan opens up his wallet. He's like, "Ooh, a couple of I can't." <laughs> it's over. Yeah, Nathan's so shiny. Oh my crow! You've brought me Nathan today. <laughs> <laughs> he's a real treasure. He's such a treasure we can't do his voice anymore. It's because he's so greasy and shiny that crows are naturally attracted to him. Yeah, they love him. I mean, he's always got hot dogs grease come out of every paw in his body. And the hot dog water. Ah, uh, that's what he drinks. He's is his so, hot dog Nalgene. He's so wet. Hot dog Nalgene. <laughs> crows who live around people are less likely to be spooked by you. R- rural crows are far more suspicious. Mm. Of, of this guy is wearing a sheet over his head. It might be a ghost. Um, uh, you may make some modifications to your yard. Crows are not going to hang out around known bird enemies like dogs and cats. Or gnomes. Gnome bird enemies. <laughs> so you'll have to give your current pets away. <laughs> Damn. This guy just be like show up to like his wife and be like, Honey, I gave the dog and the cat away, but I've got 14 new crows. <laughs> I was just watching The Wizard of Oz before Fred showed up, and they keep talking about how they're going to get Toto destroyed. <laughs> it's like, you have to go destroy your dog and cat. Honey, I destroyed our dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's been destroyed. Oh, quick, uh, trivia. What's what's Dorothy's last name? Oz. I thought her last name was V. <laughs> 
Wizardo. Wow, you got it. No, nobody knows Dorothy's last name. Oh, was it a trick question? No, no. She Are you has tricking a last me? Name. She has a last name, but like nobody have asked that question. It's Johnson. You don't even knows. know. You should. I sh- I did know it when I was told the answer, but I forget what it is. You so. you. <laughs> Let me she, see if I can find it. She has a last name. It's like that. It's Florthy. <laughs> so it's a sacrifice, but worth it to give your pets away. If you have any wind chimes or other noise sources, get rid of those too. No, not my collection of wind chimes. Fuck. Crows don't want to get startled. Her last name is Gale, which Gale, is funny yeah. because there's a tornado. Yeah, because she gets picked up. and th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you knew that already. Fucking Dorothy. Why did I have to tell you that? Fred already knew. I already knew that. You're telling me something I already know. Crows like bushes and trees, places to hide and plot. So make sure your yard is verdant. This dude, you know what this is? This dude writes with a thesaurus. Yes. That's what it is. It's like every time I think he's going to say something normal, he's like, verdant. Because this is how I write. I know exactly what this dude does. This is how I Fred, write. Did you write this guy? <laughs> Shit, this is my name uh, Stefan Johnson? Is that my, my, my pseudonym? I can write two serious lines, and then I have to write a third line remarking on how the two last lines were too serious. <laughs> Making fun of yourself? Yeah. It's a defense Uh, mechanism, so I don't have to take myself seriously. Because that's the worst thing that can happen to you, is you take yourself seriously. (laughs) Thinking you're actually good. Yeah, you have to keep your self-esteem low enough where anything you say can't come back to hurt you because you don't care. Right. Never have any pride. Yeah. Pride is a sin. I'm not proud of anything I've said on this podcast. (laughs) Ever. So don't come at me and be like, oh, you said the wrong thing. It's like, I'm not proud of it. I know. I know it's the wrong thing. I, I, I will say there's like one thing I'm proud of. What was that? I forget what it is, but we'll, we'll, we'll actually, come I guess back. I'm proud of the Nathan voice I did that one time. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's, we can be proud of only one thing. To uh, to our longtime listeners, I'm going to bury this joke. This episode, <laughs> the joke is buried. So <laughs> don't, uh, don't email me about it. Unless you're Nathan Hot Dog. Crows also like having water sources, so install a bird bath so they can clean themselves and have, uh, and also clean their prey inside the water. They're Ew, like raccoons. The, you got the fucking mouse guts in the bathtub. Ew, I'm like imagining the other crows being pissed at like, like you're taking a nice bath and then some fucking asshole brings a carcass into your <laughs> bath and spreads blood and disease everywhere. Woo. I was just thinking about if you attract raccoons to your yard, that's kind of like your ground. It's like your ground forces. Mm. And then the crows can kind of be your eyes in the sky. The air force, yep. Yeah. Yep. Your scouts. I have a family of six to nine raccoons in my backyard oh i didn't know you were married yeah <laughs> um but uh alert here alert 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 lifehacker.com wants to use your camera should i allow it <laughs> what <laughs> yeah let's see what they want to see dude yeah. they're gonna hack your life don't yeah. let them touch you want me you want no. should, we, should we let them use the why do they want to use my camera they're hacking into me right now dude we it's, what do you expect allow? No, block them. I don't block. trust you them. You have to block that I don't trust shit. Them. Uh, uh, uh. They're going to they're gonna show me a picture uh. of like my own butthole and then tell me Ooh. I need to send them $40 in Walmart oh, gift fingers, cards. My fingers <laughs> hovering over the allow button. <laughs> 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 fuck, fuck. This, this website has this, the fucking stupid thing where... It's got that dumb ad that's the background and you keep scrolling and the yeah. background is there. And it's like, buy dog and cat food. It's like, bitch, I just destroyed my cat and dog. <laughs> I just sacrificed them to the crows. They're not even recommending me crow food. <laughs> speaking how to, of. Yeah, speaking of crow food, how to feed your crows. 
I would prefer that wild crows see me and immediately feel a sense of kinship, but so far <laughs> that hasn't worked. So what? You're just writing this guide hypothetically? You haven't actually done this? I think this is his plan. This is his uh, his doctrine. It's his will and testament. They must be fucking dying for content at this website. <laughs> like, just absolutely dying. They already hacked life to pieces. Nothing maybe, else to hack. Maybe a bot wrote this. Oh, maybe a crow wrote this. <laughs> You give a crow a typewriter, and eventually he'll write a how to subdue crows. It's a crow trader. Crow magnon. But so far, that hasn't worked. So I had to get transactional, and that means feeding them. Crows are omnivores. I wanted to say omnivorous. Omnipotent. <laughs> crows are omnipotent. Crows are omnivores and will eat anything from worms to fish to garbage. You know, from A to Z. They're like goats. From anteaters to xylophones. <laughs> Spelled with an X. <laughs> they ain't picky, but internet crow experts recommend feeding them nuts, eggs, scraps of meat, or dog and cat food. Well, damn, maybe I will buy some dog and cat or, food. Or <laughs> dogs and cats. Oh, yeah, you might as well just destroy the cat and dog and then use them as crow food. Yeah. I mean, they're full of cat and dog food, right? True, true. Like bursting, um, fourth. All animals are bursting with the food you feed them at all times. So, like... Send the, We sent them to a good home. Yeah, we like, sent them to like, a farm upstate like, where like, they harvest the dog food out of them. I'm going with scraps of meat because I like crows who are bloodthirsty. That's funny. He S- wants bloodthirsty it- crows? Steven, you get one point. <laughs> What's he going to do? Try breastfeeding him the next? <laughs> he, I mean, he is a nice mammal, <laughs> I think. <laughs> it's hard to tell who's a reptile online these days. Uh, I feel like this guy's like, he's got maybe like deer vibes. Yeah, I feel like this is the type of guy who has one of those, like, clean aesthetic desks where he's got, like, a stupid computer tower, like a mid-size ATX tower with, you know, RGB lights, and he's got, like, a 10-keyless keyboard with, like, no <laughs> symbols on it. Like, with, there's like, no the letters. With, like, the Overwatch Mercy boob mouse pad. Yeah. But and he, he's, he lactates. Yeah, and he's got, like, a little cactus <laughs> sitting on the side of his desk, and he's got one of those, like, Blue Yeti microphones. Just seems very, like, put together, but also, like, very suck, you know? Yeah. He's jack-of-all-trades. He's not very specific at anything. I'm calling out a very specific type of Redditor. (laughs) Sounds like you know this person. I know every Redditor. (laughs) In fact, everyone I know is a Redditor. Oh, shit. Place your food in an open area that can be seen from the air, preferably with something shiny around it. Then leave it. Befriending crows takes patience. They are cautious animals, so they won't go near the food if they see a human close by. Keep your distance while you wait for the appearance of a crow. Do not look them in the eye. Do not move quickly. Just lurk from a safe distance and let them get used to you and your yard. I mean, I could do that. Sounds boring. Crows will put so many holes in your yard. Have you ever had crows in your yard? Holes? holes? Yeah, they'll put their entire beak into the ground to try to like get worms and stuff. Huh. Wow. They'll just leave holes all over your lawn. It's I mean, probably good for the seeds. It's, it's a lot of aeration that you won't have to do, right? Yeah, but there's a lot of grass now I have to plant. Yeah, that's true. Be patient and consistent. Crows recognize patterns. If you leave food for them at the same time of day, they'll eventually add your backyard to their mental map of places food comes from. Once they show up regularly, you can try staying a little closer to the food every day, but don't overdo it and startle them. Crows have long memories. If all goes well, the crows you attract will eventually associate you with the food and the nice environment of your backyard. And this is where the fun begins. Ah, yes. Crows have associated me with dead and rotting meat. I can't wait to have fun with my crow army and me. Or your crow army and you. 
if all goes well, your face and kind deeds will spread like a legend among local crows. And more will land in your yard to partake in your delicious food. I'm gonna I'm gonna show up in, to the crow like hangout in my meat suit covered in meat. Verily, crows, we shall fight into Valhalla. <laughs> until, right until we die, based <laughs> based upon thee. If the crows really like you, they will begin leaving you shiny things as tribute, bottle caps, bullets, and so on. Oh, bullet bullets, bullet crows. They may even deliver a priceless diamond from the necklace of a Contessa to your doorstep. <laughs> you pronounced Contessa very funny. How, how are you supposed to pronounce it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just have the mental image of a crow holding a bullet and then pecking it really hard so it goes off. <laughs> Having a crow gun, you hold the bullet between your fingers. Crow-powered bullets. <laughs> <laughs> the crow's beak is the hammer. <laughs> right. Uh, setting up a mystery that can only be solved. Hercules Poiret. What? Poirot. What? Belgium's greatest detective. What? Oh, Hercules <laughs> where Huguenot. Did this, where did this turn to? I, so they may even deliver a priceless diamond from the necklace of a contessa to your doorstep. Setting up a mystery that can only be solved Oh, by Hercules Poiret. Poirot. Oh, wait. Belgium's can... greatest detective. If you showed up to a jewelry store with, like, 50 crows, each crow could probably take a gem or something, and it would be the perfect crime, because the birds would just fly away, and they would have no idea how to catch the criminals. It's like the video of the seagull going into the shop and stealing the bag of chips, except <laughs> yeah. it's like a whole flock. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would do. I would do bird crime. You know, bird law is not uh, well established in this country. Only in uh, Philadelphia. Yes. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> That way I don't become a Redditor. So that's all I know about that anyway. So Yeah. It's not a bad show. I just don't want to talk about it because every Redditor likes it. What show? I don't like... Yeah, I've never <laughs> Fresh seen Fresh Prince it. of Bel-Air? <laughs> yeah, what's that? Fresh Prince of, Co- of Philadelphia. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wasn't he born in Philadelphia? <laughs> oh, shit. Crows are known to be protective. Those who have befriended local murders of crows report that crows become territorial and protective. Reddit user Cranny, for instance... Oh so- my god, he said Reddit. Did he actually? Is he legitimately referencing a Redditor? Yep. I knew he was a Redditor. I fucking knew it. Amazing. This is based. Amazing. Dude, I love Reddit. Reddit is so epic. <laughs> I love posting there. And I'm so excited. I love getting upvotes, man. Oh. Dude, give me my updutes. My narwhal bacon. Arc, 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 arc. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna put song lyrics in the fucking comments. <laughs> you fucking idiots. Also, a uh, fun fact about Reddit. So, you know, we all diss Reddit, but we all do browse it. Oh, of course. I mean, Reddit it, is like a useful source of information for sure. It is super funny to go to like a very popular thread where everyone's saying the things that you already think. And then you type, you go to the controversial sorting. And all of a sudden, like the, the dumbest people you've ever seen, people who can't string a sentence together, just appear to tell you the worst thing they've ever thought. You can you can sort Reddit posts by controversial. Yes, which means you're sorting That's by like who has like hilarious. You're sorting by like who has like five downvotes. Oh my god! Uh, Reddit, yeah, show me the bad posts. <laughs> That's amazing. It's, I didn't know. It's I like could turning do that. the funny button on. Like <laughs> you go to these things and it's like I found a thread. It was like, what's your favorite? What movie do you think is a hidden gem? And I turned on controversial, and someone was like, they're kind of old, but I think Night at the Museum 1 and 2 are both instant classics. <laughs> and the thing had, like, negative 10 points. And I was like, this is so great. Like, some fucking idiot finally got the confidence to post about their favorite movies, and they're just gonna about to be eviscerated. Yeah, he's just a museum poster. 
They're about to be eviscerated by the Big Lebowski fan. <laughs> I think Nicolas Cage should make a Night at the Museum movie. No. Fred, did you post did you post that <laughs> Night at the Museum comment? Maybe. Oh, back to back to Reddit. Uh, Reddit user Cranny, for instance, sought legal advice due to the possible liability from her crow flock attacking neighbors. She says, my neighbor came over for a socially distanced chat. Oh, that's great that they're socially distancing and chatting. Wow. That's so great. Actually, I'm going to clap. I think I'm going to clap. Dude, the crows are clapping too. I'm clapping hands free. Um, Yeah, we're clapping hands and we're going to sanitize when we go back inside. (laughs) I'm clapping my mask right now. I'm clapping two masks together. (laughs) (laughs) Me on my perch and her in my yard. (sighs) Okay, thank God. If they were both in the yard, I was going to fucking, like, do you not understand? Wait, she's on her perch? Is she a bird too? (laughs) I thought that's what he said for a second. Oh, yeah, that's just my New Englander coming out. (laughs) Uh, The crows started dive bombing her. They would not stop until she left my yard, she told Reddit. The consensus among online bird experts is that the crows were likely guarding their resources and could be dissuaded from offering food or something shiny. They got to call the bird police. So uh, basically just tell all of your guests to bring something shiny when they come over and yeah, offer it as tribute. You're going to want to bring some tinsel when you come to my house. <laughs> my fucking Reddit, my army of Redditors is going to start fighting you. <laughs> I want my crows to be more selective. Luckily, there's a way to make crows hate people that I hate. How? Well, Hank, that's going to be the next step here. Teaching crows to hate your enemies. Sorry, this is, this is a little biological break. Fred's doing biology. <laughs> <laughs> He's dissecting a frog. No, 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 not the frog. Get squirted up. Fred squirted. <laughs> Fred, did you squirt? Oh, you're going to make me squirt. <laughs> you can just squirt back to back like that. Weird. Double squirt. Biology's weird. Teaching crows to hate your enemies. Crow research indicates that birds use their advanced perception to distinguish between good and bad humans. They legitimately like some people and hate others. And they tell us apart by our faces. In 2006, biologist John Marzeltoff and the scene... <laughs> John Marzeltoff. <laughs> uh, John Marzluff. And the students... Oh, wait, you didn't even read it right the first time. It was time. kind of Marzel Tough. It looks like a T. Even <laughs> you should have just said Marzel It's hard to say. <laughs> Biologist John Marzel John Molotov, and his cocktail of students <laughs> <laughs> wanted to see exactly how crows use this information. So they conducted an experiment where students wore specific masks and bothered the crows by netting them and banding them. Play him a little tune. Uh, <laughs> you what? <laughs> don't, you, don't you hate that when like you're walking down the street and somebody comes up and bans you? It's like the uh, the travel mariachi band. Anyways, there's ex- <laughs> there's students in masks, and then they like to piss off crows by bothering them. And then those students wearing the masks walked through campus, and the crows ignored all the masked people except for the ones of wearing the people who bothered them when they saw the people they responded with loud scolding cries in the formation of small mobs that's cool but the amazing part is that crows continue to mess and screech at the mask individuals for years <laughs> well, i really hold a grudge a uh, crow never forgets apparently wait, they're so, tormenting these crows with the people that they hate the most wait but like these people <laughs> so like are you telling me these people wore the masks for years too they must have 
I'm just going to go around wearing the masks of people I hate the most in this world. <laughs> and see what, see what people think about me. Even though they only saw the bad behavior once, they do not forget or forgive. Not only that, but the number of crows that hated the masks increased over time. <laughs> Somehow if... the crows told each other, this guy fucks ass. Menacing. <laughs> this guy fucks ass. <laughs> and it's a bad thing. <laughs> oh, God. That's great. It spreads to crows who weren't even involved in the original traumatic event. <laughs> even birds who weren't born yet hated the mask weaver. <laughs> mask wear. Maybe it was like pheromones, like the way wasps will gang up on you. Mm. Maybe the birds just like secrete like a horrible oil or something. And I they, hate hate oil. I hate juice, so they can all <laughs> tell each other. Hank, did you break in the middle of a step? Yes, you did. I wanted to spread it out a little That's bit. Fine. There's yeah, only the, a little half last, piece left. It was kind of long. We can long, we yeah. can popcorn it. <clears throat> oh no! Oh, you called on me. Oh, and popcorn. Oh, I hate this game. Oh, Hank, I like how you're getting a Pedia shirt ad because you eat powder for breakfast. <laughs> mm, I love powder. <laughs> it's my favorite food. Mmm, powder. Oh, fucking weirdo. I'm sure you can see where this is going. Once you have befriended a good number of crows, you need to get a perfectly realistic mask of your mortal enemy, say, life hacker deputy editor Joel Cunningham. Wow, this guy just straight up called out this Dude, he just doxed him. <laughs> he just fucking doxed him to the crows. You know what? He just lost his job. <laughs> I'm surprised they, they posted this. Steven Johnson is out at life hacker. <laughs> Put the mask on, then bedevil your crows throw rocks at them wow this is, this guy is just straight up encouraging animal cruelty they're gonna recognize your hands <laughs> dude like one crow is gonna like see you take off the mask through a window and be like hey, hey. <laughs> call their mothers pigeons oh no <laughs> your mother was a pigeon and your father smelled of elderberries that's that's an epic reference <laughs> Tell them you're glad Brendan Brandon Lee died. Dude, let's go, Brendan. It's Dark Brandon, everybody. <laughs> Whatever you need to do to make them hate you, in parentheses. What if I killed them? Oh, no, they'd be dead. They wouldn't be, yeah, able, they to wouldn't be able to hate you, yeah. It's a shame. What if you just mariachi band at them? Does that has that happened to you? You've been fixated on that for a little bit. <laughs> Getting one, mariachi. One Sounds time, like that's I was fear. a wee young child, and I was I was walking down the street, and I was accosted by a group of singers. I was a flash a group mob, of and banders. I died. They broke both my ankles. <laughs> it was a flash mob. I died. <laughs> That sounds very traumatic. They juked you. You broke your ankles. <laughs> then they played music over your broken ankles. And they they teabagged like, you. He's calling ambience. He's like. Then sit back and relax and rest while the crows do work. Word will spread among the birds. And every time your enemies walk the streets, crows will gather. They will glare at them. They will screech their disapproval at your enemies' very existence. Your enemies will have no idea why either, but there will be more and more and more crows every day, and it's not going to stop. Wait, what if my enemies are also birds? Mm, you could just introduce them in a bad way. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try mixing my friend groups of birds, and they'll not get along very well, and it'll feel really awkward. You can make them have an awkward dinner. You could be like, well, don't talk about meat. 
because yeah, they don't eat meat don't talk like, about meat like the crow comes to the door you're like hey listen you know mr parrot he doesn't eat meat so you know maybe don't mention it you know <laughs> and then a, the crow's like i literally worked for like four hours making this meat lasagna and he's like all i do is meat all i do is meat <laughs> All I do is meet. And you're like, I know, I know. He's a little odd. But, like, you know, I think you guys can get along. Okay. Uh, reluctantly goes to the table. Puts the casserole down, you know. Shakes feathers with the guy. And See, the dude's immediately like, I hate this. Sits down he's like, oh, I'm so glad we're having a vegetarian meal and there's no <laughs> meat here. And, like, the crow just kind of, like, tenses up. Gets a little tense. And you're no. like, and, and you're like, I'm going to go get dessert. He starts <laughs> clenching his jaw. Yeah, you get up from the his table. Beak. And then as soon as you leave the room, like, fucking just, he can't resist. <laughs> He's like, well, you know, it might be nice to be, you know, vegetarian if you can afford it. You know, not everyone can afford that kind of lifestyle. Not everyone can afford to fart every 10 minutes on a, on a veggie diet. <laughs> also, Hank, you, you kind of interrupted this dude's epic, like, punchline. On the last two lines. What? He was building up to a, not today, not ever. Not today. Wow, this guy's life a movie. It's never going to stop. He's just like me for real. My life a movie, it's just like me for real. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this dude has 91 replies. That's actually pretty Dude, good. how to lose Can 31 sort... pounds in 15 minutes? Can we sort them by controversial? Uh, sort by popular, so like descending popular. Let's sort by the worst category. Oh, there's no. It's only uh. Descending. Sort by newest. We'll get we'll get weirder shit. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh wait, dude, that's fucking Joel Cunningham, dude. That's the guy he was shitting on. This is boss. What's Joel gonna say? Uh, he just he he quoted the section where he uh name dropped him and he said, "Hey." That's base. And then somebody else below him was like, I already have downloaded your face. I've already pissed off 13 crows, and they're going to be at your doorstep tomorrow. I actually canceled you in front of the crows. <laughs> uh, and they're saying, yeah, you should just make masks of each other and wear them around the office. Is there anyone saying, like, this is illegal, you're horrible, I'm a vegetarian? <laughs> I'm a bird. This is horrible. Actually, when murders of crows get together, it's actually because they're in a lot of pain. <laughs> When when crows bring you bring you treasure, it's because they're scared. I love the animal lover on Twitter who just shows up in a thread to fucking say the most stupid shit. You see like a hamster eating a carrot, and they're like, they only do this when they're frightened. It's a monkey stealing a guy's hat and wearing it, and they're like, this monkey is being raped. <laughs> oh, it's a monkey smoking a cigarette, and they like like monkeys only do this when they're stressed. <laughs> monkeys don't like cigarettes. <laughs> Oh, guys, somebody actually made a funny comment. A good lawyer should be able to plea them down to a manslaughter of crows. Honk, honk, honk. Damn. That was actually on the comments of that post, though. That's kind of based. Um, what else is based? Someone wrote Beastmaster. Well, it's cool. Beastmaster. Um, here we got a few other things. <laughs> uh, these are from Around the Web by M. Gid, which I assume is some one of those, like, you know when you go to a website, you're like, you go to Facebook.org, and it's like, that website's not known. And it gives you a bunch of, like, oh. suggestions for strange sites. Mmm, yeah. good. I think it's like that. Mmm, <laughs> M. <laughs> We've got... We these, just all turn into microwaves. These two vegetables will kill your belly and arm fat overnight. How to lose 31 pounds in a month. Drink this every day. Early signs of macular degeneration. Diabetes is not from sweets. <laughs> Uh, wrong, probably wrong. 
teaspoon on an empty stomach burns 12 pounds of fat a week safely. Uh, Big Brother on Paramount Plus. (laughs) The reason some doctors might not prescribe metformin. Warning signs of plaque psoriasis. Do not ignore the symptoms. Oh, Jesus. 73-year-old woman with a baby face. Here's what she does before bed. Oh, is that a pimple-popping ad, too? No, it looks like someone peeling glue off their face. Oh, that's the plaque psoriasis one. Yeah. yeah. Be like, I lost 150 pounds this week. I divorced my wife. <laughs> I, I love the I love the ads that are uh, that say do, do not handle this chemical, and it's it's a picture of a hand. You know, you know, tryptophobia, where it's fear yeah. of, of tiny holes. It shows a hand with it. It's not what it is, but it's it's a hand with a bunch of tiny holes in it, and it's 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 always an ad to not touch something. But somebody just edited. A plant with a bunch of seeds in it, like seed pods and holes into a hand. There's a whole documentary on it. That's what happens if you swallow a watermelon seed is your hand will become full of holes. (laughs) Your whole body. There was a photo going around 4chan like 10 years ago of someone who did that with peanut butter. They put peanut butter in both their hands and pulled their hands apart and it made a bunch of like little holes and they uploaded that to the internet. And I still see that photo like JPEGged. (laughs) Like they JPEG it a couple times so you can't tell what the holes are. And, like, you can't tell the texture of it. It just looks like someone has a horrible, horrible skin disease. Yeah. And it's just, it's so funny to me that I've seen these images so many years ago, and it's they keep j- coming back. It's been JPEG three billion times over the course of ten years. I'm going to drill a bunch of holes in my hand just to, like, spite people who think it's going to be fake. <laughs> Make sure to wash all the blood away so they can't tell, like, it's real. <laughs> I'm gonna chop my hand off, freeze it so it doesn't bleed, and then I'll drill holes in it. Send us your tryptophobia photos at anti underscore didact, and you can follow us on Twitter. Our handles are in the description. Yeah, our hand dole. Uh, next week, I think it'll, the whole crew will be back together, so look oh, forward to that. I won't be able to handle it. Unless Fred gets to go on another vacation. Woo! Oh, God. Or gets abducted by crows. All right. Uh, bye bye. Bye. Look at our TikTok. Look at our Instagram. Look at our YouTube. Bye. Magnamorphous. 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 Dot org. The whole shebang.